podcast is probably brought to you by friends from the Rehab Lab SG And today we're talking about the father who was arrested for uh, the alleged murder of his son mm. Sons yeah, Sons, yes yeah. I mean basically it's, it's, it's the next What was that school? The, the, that other murder? I mean basically the shit has got a whole fucking nation grieving for them Yeah, right? yeah all this and more on to this podcast. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you didn't need. Score for Liverpool, a goal against the enemy, Virgil van Dyke. Welcome to Planby.sg, I'm Zara Ismail. And I'm Darren Mark. And I am Rama. Top of the news. Oh my god, yeah, like uh, the tragic story that has basically gripped all Singaporeans. Mm. Uh, oh. I see. The twin boys. Mm. Very sad story. Yeah. Um, I think most of us are acquainted with it, but for those who are not, mm-hmm. I'm just going to read this from the Straits Times. Uh, Straits Times. Twins found dead in canal. Mm-hmm. Boys' bodies mm. cremated. Father charged with murder. Mm. So the 11-year-old twins who were found dead in a canal in Upper Bukit Timah mm-hmm. were cremated on Monday evening. Two hearses bearing the portraits of Aston Yap Kai Shen and Ethan Yap Yi Chen uh, arrived at Mandai Crematorium at around 7.45pm. One of the boys showed the back view of a boy. The other was a side view of a boy with a sunset in the background. Mm-hmm. They were cremated at about 9pm following a Buddhist prayer service at 8.15pm. Uh, so, of course, as we know, this, uh, this case, last Saturday, the police said that they received a call for help on Friday at 6.25pm from mm-hmm. the boy's father who was at a playground in Green Ridge Crescent. Mm-hmm. The, his sons were later found lying motionless in a nearby canal. They were pronounced dead at the scene by a paramedic. Mm-hmm. On Monday morning, Saviour Yap Chun Haun, 48, who is the father, was charged with the murder of Ethan Yap. The police prosecutor asked for Yap to be remanded for one week with permission to be taken out for investigations, including scene visits. Mm. Yap's lawyer, Mr. Anil Singh Sandhu, told the court that family was grieving uh, the loss of the two young children. Ethan and Aston were said to have special needs and were believed to be students of a school in the Engkong estate area. Mm. Yes, so very sad case because right now I think the father is uh, potentially facing the death penalty if yes. he found guilty of murder, right? So yep. Yeah. It's a, it's like like this and then... One charge. Uh. Right, now one there's, ch- yeah. Yeah, right now there's one charge. What's For Ethan, so the Aston... Mm, yeah, no, two deaths. Yeah, two deaths but... I think maybe they're still investigating. They need to know more information before see, they can proceed with the charge. But it's a bit weird, right? Because I mean, they were found in the same place. Mm. I mean, they were twins. They were they were found in the same place, found at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit odd, I guess. But it boils down to how it happened. Like, I mean, we don't have a lot of information. We don't, we don't have a yeah. lot of details. So maybe they can't proceed with the charge for the other child because uh, that part is still under investigation. But sometimes these kinds of things, it's like, it's almost a bit overkill, right? Because mm-hmm. really all you need is one, right? And like mm. that one, it, it's going to lead, if, if found guilty, it's going to lead to a death penalty anyway. Mm, okay, yeah, I understand. But the thing is there are two people. 
Yeah, of course. So I mean, like two different kids from by the system, mm-hmm. there will be two separate charges. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that so it's like, for example, sometimes you can't be sentenced to death twice, lah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's like you know, sometimes some of these other cases that um, we've seen around the world as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they do like heinous things, mm-hmm. but because they're already, for example, in prison, like mm-hmm. it's the maximum sentence for them, really life imprisonment without mm. possibility of parole, for example. Mm. So it's like, what what more is there to hold them back? Yeah, you know, in some countries without the death penalty, for example, yeah. and then you you slap on another life penalty. I see. Like you have like people with I think three, three concurrent yeah. life uh, sentences, mm-hmm. and then it's a bit like, okay, but you know, like what what, what does this do actually? Yeah, but the thing is, uh, sentence aside, I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, technical intricacies when yeah, you talk yeah, about yeah. sentencing and all that, whether he's going to be charged for murder, whether it's manslaughter, yeah. uh, what actually happened, whether they proceed with a charge for murder or culpable homicide, which is the lower one. Yes. Uh, all this depends on on the actual facts. But of right what now, happened. they're going for murder, right? Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for I mean, mm-hmm. the one that they are going with, which is mm-hmm. Ethan's one. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, you were saying, there are other potential charges like with slightly diminished culpability or anything. Yes. Uh, do you, is it ever like a, a, a mitigating factor or whatever it's called mm-hmm. if, for example, he snapped because of the immense pressure that he was in? That in the sense that it wasn't premeditated. It was, mm. it was like heat of the moment. He just kind of snapped. Heat of the moment. Heat of the moment. Oh, well, there is a defense called sudden provocation. Okay. Uh, but that, us- that, that, I mean, I can't remember of the, of, of, the top of my head right what is exactly required because there has been quite uh quite a bit of development in that area of law but mm-hmm. uh essentially there is a defense to murder a sudden provocation if you uh, right. suddenly push mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. but i mean in this situation the fact that the, the 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 two victims are his own children yeah and it was uh it was at a playground right yes yes and i mean it's very difficult to comment because there's so many things that we don't know and of course yeah, the police yeah. cannot share of course, yeah. because they're still under investigation. But it's not like that's going to stop people from speculating. There's oh, already yes. like tons of speculation going oh, around. Oh, serious? Yeah. yeah. But I, I want to call upon uh, our listeners to refrain from making these speculations, you know. Um, I'm especially affected by the loss of lives for kids, especially yes. when it comes to local kids. Uh, something that's really... Cannot like it, it takes and, it takes the the wind of me. Uh, yeah, I, uh, and it's unheard of, right? I'm not mm, saying unheard mm, of, mm, but like I think this is probably one of the bigger mm-hmm. like hate news that that we have seen recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other one, the other high profile case earlier last year was I think that mm. the boy who was murdered in the in the school. Yes, yes right. Yeah. And like I mean, in a in a sense, like we are fresh out of that mm. as a nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also like especially casting aspersions. It is something that I think the least we can do is to respect the process of the law, mm. allow for it to take place. Whatever it is, let let the let the courts decide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for us to be saying a lot of nasty things. I see a lot of nasty things uh, directed oh, like towards what? the father and all that. Oh, that thing. Okay. So I'm thinking, you know, let the court decide that uh, we are in a position to Yeah, but yeah. so right now, like I that. think there's a bit of like a chilling effect mm-hmm. because like there, are, there is some talk. So I'm not talking about speculations. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like because as we know, there are, there's talk that these two boys were a bit, uh, you know, they were on the spectrum, they were special needs. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course, so this called into question things, for example, like how much stress was the father facing? Mm, um, because mm. as, as many of us know, the 
like when you have children on on the special needs spectrum, mm-hmm. of course it's it's stressful on the caregivers as well yeah. as yeah. any kind of this kind of situation. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've heard people tell me as well that they know intimately these kinds of situations, and sometimes it really can drive people to to tipping points. Mm-hmm. Not that it's it's a justification, of course. It's never okay to, mm-hmm. I mean, especially kill two of your own children, mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah. because you're stressed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like. Because recently I was talking with other people basically. Mm-hmm. Unrelated. This was even before mm-hmm. this case happened. Mm-hmm. Of like the kind of support systems that were in place for people, for, for, for children with special needs uh-huh. and for the parents of such children. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and they were saying like in Singapore really there is very limited support. Mm-hmm. Like I mean special needs schools are ridiculously expensive. They are okay. difficult to come across as well. And I mean it's limited basically. So sometimes even if you can pay uh-huh. it doesn't mean you'll be guaranteed a spot. I don't think that's accurate no, bro. That's what, mm. I've, that's what people in those situations have told me. Nah. So I, I mean, know. Uh, I have uh, given talks at schools that uh, focus on special needs. Mm. There's places like the Rainbow Centre. Mm-hmm. There are other schools as well. And uh, I mean, the support is there. But in any system, resources can be strained, right? Yeah. And when you are the primary caregiver and you are the front line, it's going to be challenging. Right. It's extremely challenging when it's your own children. I mean, it's, yeah. it's even more challenging if you're poor and you just can't afford these things. Mm. Right? But I do not think that it is... Um, I mean, I have seen families who are going through this mm. and generally speaking, there is support. Generally speaking, there are networks that you can tap on. Of right. course, each family will be going through a different thing. Each family will have different challenges and financial challenges are a definite yeah, you know, even things like having to buy diapers or mm-hmm. having to mm-hmm. buy uh, or having to to afford special care. Yeah, that and is, education, like, yeah. yeah, that is something in itself. But schools wise, I think there are uh, there there are centers that specialize in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can get uh, you can still get like subsidized care and all that for children who have special needs. Right, but again, uh, resources may be may be strained. But I mean, that's a reality of any system. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but that doesn't detract from the criticism that it's mm. difficult to assess lah for some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be present, mm-hmm. but if it's difficult to assess, then accessibility is lacking. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it doesn't exist, mm-hmm. but just that for some families, especially sometimes because they they may not even be aware, for All example, right. that there are these subsidies, and mm. that that part that constitutes mm-hmm. the lack of accessibility because. Singapore is still a very taboo-oriented society at mm. large and these things tend to be very taboo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've personally tutored uh, <clears throat> children who are special needs and yeah. I, tr- I tried speaking to the parents and I said, why don't you get special help for him like a specialized tutor or specialized uh, education because he was attending a, a regular school mm-hmm. and they were saying like they, they just can't afford it. This was like a single, not single parent but like only one uh, parent was working. Mm-hmm. So single income family, mm. and they were saying like they just they just can't afford it. So I mean, and, and it's not yeah, and it's not isolated. I've heard from different people as well, mm-hmm. and some who even if they can afford, they just say that the quality of that kind of support here compared to some places like Australia, for example, mm-hmm. heaven and heaven and earth. Like so, I have heard, and this is again more than once uh-huh. from people who have traveled overseas specifically to get that kind of care because they say that this that the systems in Singapore are just not adequately equipped mm-hmm. to deal with uh, these children Definitely. or rather like to deal with it but like not in a very fulfilling way. Mm-hmm. So, one story I know about is that I had this teacher la, from uh, old from my old school and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Her son was uh, special needs, mm-hmm. okay. young young boy, mm-hmm. and then they had to find like get him overseas to Australia or whatever mm-hmm. because they said they they had to go to so many places in Singapore mm. uh, and they couldn't get slots in in the special centers, so they had no choice. They had to send him to a regular school, mm. and then because he was in a regular school, obviously he was a bit slower. Mm-hmm. Children just kept making fun of him, and oh, he yo. hated Singapore so bad that. When they eventually moved to Australia, uh-huh. the boy like he, he has a phobia of Singapore now. So it's like when when the idea is flashed, okay, mm-hmm. we're going back home for for visits or New Year or anything. Mm-hmm. He just starts crying because he just he hates the idea of being here. Okay, which is unfortunate, lah. So I I just googled it. There's this mm-hmm. website called sgenable.sg. Mm-hmm. Sgenable.sg. Okay. In case you didn't know, it was in SG. Yes. <laughs> but uh, double. But uh, the firstly there's. On this website, it says there's about 20 different SPED schools, mm. which I assume is special education Probably, schools. Probably, yep. And then they have caregiver support. They also, ha- uh, and under caregiver support, they have a wide range of financial assistance mm. uh, that you can apply for. There's also financial planning. There's mm. also hospital support services. There's also training courses that you can attend. Uh, for as, as caregivers. As though. caregivers, yeah. So... Uh, maybe like what you said lah. How mm. to find these places? Yeah, you know how to. I mean, sgenable.sg. Yes, maybe can do a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To Marketing get people and, to know and, and, uh, yes. that sgenable.sg exists. But regardless, I mean, I guess so. Here's a PSA: like, if you find yourself in this kind of situation, or you know people who are, mm-hmm. and they seem to not know where to go to for help, then maybe you know just go to. Oh, this is not a paid content, but like yeah, yeah, sgenable.sg. <laughs> in Singapore, in case you don't mm. know, yeah, and I mean, I'm just looking at the financial assistance uh, under Money Matters. There's like, uh, you know, subsidies for child and adult care. There's early childhood subsidies. There's care subsidies. Then there's financial assistance for SPED school students. There's financial assistance for mainstream school students. Huh? There's other oh. sources of financial support. So, I think it it's there. It's Seems just, like it, mm, la, yeah. but of course, there's also the question of what kind of What kind of support exactly do these constitute, and like uh, whether or not you'll be able to, uh, what's it called? Because it's an application based, right? So there's yeah. definitely going to be means testing and all this. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you're going to yes. qualify for this is also another matter, lah. Yeah, there's definitely means testing, uh, and it's based on your PCI and household income. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, how that actually works out, how that pans out in. Real life is another thing. Of course, altogether. but regardless, I mean, it's there. Mm-hmm. So if you if you need that kind of help, just you know where to go, lah. Basically. Yeah, but I mean, back to the story at hand. Uh, it's troubling to me to see two young lives lost uh, for whatever reasons. Yeah, we don't know what exactly. The and are. and the worst thing is that it's the father. So right now, I mean, the family is really just going through probably the worst thing that could happen to it. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, I think like the sister and and the mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's you know, a sister and a mother. Yeah, yeah. There's an older sister and a mother, and I mm-hmm. think, I mean, they have to be very strong for each other, lah. Right now. Yeah. So our condolences to the family, and yep. uh, I hope things go well for them. Yeah. We interrupt this program to bring you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our friends from the Rehab Lab SG. Yes, uh, and if you want to move better, live stronger, and live pain free, all you gotta do is go on IG and follow them at the Rehab Lab SG. And DM them this promo code that's move free M O V E F R E E to enjoy a special rate for movement analysis consultation that's sixty dollars for half an hour and thirty percent off your sports massage. 
And of course, we are with the founder of uh, the Rehab Lab SG. Welcome back to mm-hmm. the sessions today. Really interesting, ah. Uh. Yes, you, you, could, uh, you brought me to nostalgia. Uh, off cast I was introduced by two guests who are in the studio, and yes. I will introduce them to the audience. Uh, by the way, how how are you doing? Uh, so far, so good. You know, mm-hmm. I think things are picking up quite nicely. Mm, there's good, some good, good, and of course, uh, there's, uh, there's some snippets of videos that uh, you have uploaded to give a sense of what's happening. And I think recently there were several uh, big names that actually came down to the clinic. Uh, walk us through. For example, we I think a few weeks back we spoke about how Taufik came down uh, to the clinic to get something rectified. And then I think Wani recently came down as well. Uh, what was the treatment that she was going through? Maybe you can give us like an update. Exactly. So one of the things that she has been having or uh, one of the conditions that she's been suffering is uh, chronic migraines. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we picked up was actually uh, there was a dysfunction in the jaw. So, so basically cut you whoa. just that you can resolve chronic migraines with physio. Exactly. So because physio, we assess movement and more often than not, in the absence of red flags, uh, this conditions occur because of poor movement, mm. a lot of compensations mm-hmm. going on in the body. So once we identify that, you know, she's been having it for many years, but it's not mm. been properly addressed. So that's why it, it never got better. Mm. But within uh, two sessions, you know, the chronic migraine mm-hmm. is gone. My, and, I'm and speechless, man. So she, no, she you were here. saying jaw dislocation? A dysfunction. So there's, dysfunction. there's movement okay. uh, impairment. She cannot open the mouth. Uh-huh. When it moves, uh, when it opens, it will laterally deviate to one side. Oh shit! So you move like a you know like a sideways kind oh, of movement. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. So I that see. would cause a lot of tension. How does that even start though? Uh, it, it's because of her clenching. She likes to clench the jaw. Oh mm. okay, so, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So wow. uh, are you also then suggesting people with uh, who are experiencing uh, any sort of headaches or migraines, they can also come down and try to get that rectified? Dude, like he's saying, right? Like if you if you clench your jaws a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So all the angry mothers, also, <laughs> they need they need help. I see. Because they're going to keep clenching their jaws mm-hmm. and then they're going to have this problem so they need help. Because at the end of the day, it's certain things that you do on a day-to-day. So not only about the jaw, you look at mm-hmm. the whole body because mm-hmm. the whole body is designed to move and it's, move, it's moving as a system. Mm-hmm. So when one component compensates, you know, that's when you're going to have all these issues and then you're going to build up. The tension's going to build up. You're going to feel pain. Mm-hmm. So not only about migraines, you know, in general, if you have any nagging pain that is not properly addressed or, you know, it's just there but it never got better. So that's when you can come down to the move-free because... What we do is we assess all these impairments. We have a, a second look into certain things that might have been missed out or not mm. been properly mm. addressed. So we identify all these things and then from there, we'll formulate a treatment plan and plan of care for you so that mm. moving forward, you know how to future-proof your body right. by moving better, living stronger and at the end of the day, of course, uh, living pain-free. So all this will be identified during the 30 minutes consultation. Exactly. So we will assess, we will do a thorough assessment. We'll see some of the things that has not been properly again addressed, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so from there, we're able to understand better. So usually we don't look at one spot, we look at the whole body as a whole. How long yeah. does like um, a client uh, go through physio with uh, the clinic? Like, uh, is there a timestamp of sorts? Like you say, within two sessions, you know, uh, symptoms can already start to go down. So I can only imagine it will not last maybe six months of therapy, maybe shorter than that. Certainly. So the process is because it's a journey, you know, mm-hmm. from where you are, once we identify, we will give you exercises to do. So at the end of the day, we try to make our services redundant to you because again, we want to make sure that you know how to manage on your own when you have mm-hmm. these symptoms. So again, mm-hmm. back to the question, you know, we're looking at about, it differs from individual to individual mm-hmm. depending on how chronic or how severe or other impairments that you have already had. Right. So right, once right. we are able to address this, then we have a rough idea, but typically we'll keep four, maybe six sessions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, depending on how 
But, yeah. yeah, I'm just a bit like, uh, I'm still on the, the fact that, you know, like somebody's face, like the jaw can have, because I mean, I don't think about this, but when mm, I think about mm, physio, mm, mm, when mm, I think mm, about like any kind of, this kind of therapy, yeah. I would think of like, you know, arms, legs, like because of running. Yes. For, I think that's the most common, I would think mm, like mm, running, mm. sitting or whatever. I don't think about the face. Mm-hmm. I don't think about like the jaw having issues or whatever. Like, are there other things in the face <laughs> that you've that you've seen before? Uh, mainly that's the one because we assess movement so the mm. thing that moves in your face is your mouth the, the jaw your la, neck, okay, okay, yeah, okay. so the jaw so, oh the neck also right yeah yeah yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. but again one of the things different that we do is because we take a proactive approach towards rehabilitation towards physio mm-hmm. rather than a reactive approach so it's not the case where oh I have neck pain or I have neck, uh, knee pain then you come over so we try to take steps to address to further reduce these things from happening so mm. way before you have these injuries we are already targeting it. we are already giving you reinforcement in terms right. of exercises and mm. corrective drills. Mm. So today we are also with uh, a long-time client of yours. Uh, she has yes. been frequenting the clinic for about a year. We're with yep. uh, Christina. She's a triathlete. Christine. And I've, uh, Christine. Christine. I'm sorry, Christine. <laughs> and uh, I understand that she picked up the sport during COVID. Really interesting. Tell yep. us about it. Are you? Uh, what made you go into triathlon? Yeah. So I think I started a little bit uh, from a COVID kind of... Uh, Miracle, I would say, because, you know, during COVID, uh, I kind of didn't have any social contact, couldn't do the social activities that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And um, I literally was not sleeping well. I rolled out of bed five minutes before my meeting and I was just not really doing good. Mm -hmm. And then I thought I needed to change my lifestyle a little bit. So then I decided I'm going to start running and then decided I'm going to start cycling. Um, And then I started with a Garmin coach, actually, funny Mm -hmm. enough. Uh, I set a target for 10 kilometers for a certain timing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Garmin was telling me that, oh, very confident, like 95% you're going to achieve your target and everything. And Sorry, then, Garmin, what's this? Garmin coach. What's that? So like a Garmin watch. Mm-hmm. So it actually uh, gives you like a training program. So this oh. Garmin brand is the one that oh, it's a brand. Okay, you can okay. find yes. fish as well, right? Fish? fish. <laughs> just like a fish finder of sorts. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm I'm just inferring. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no, but, no. <laughs> so wait, wait, just, you, you started running the 10 clicks and just to give a sense of how fast you can run. Yep. For, for 10 kilometers, how, how fast can you clock it? In? Now? Yeah. About 52 minutes. Wow. Oh. I mean, I can't even oh run 50, I can't even run 10 km. So, I mean, I, I don't know what that is. I know it's better than Cheers. I, I'm g- I've given you a sense of how fast that is. I recently bought a walk pad and I aim to do 6 kilometers every single day. And, and 6 kilometers, I can do it in one hour. Oh my gosh, she runs 10 km yeah. faster. <laughs> Dude! Oh my god, that's, that's insane. That's insane. So why uh, would you need a physiotherapy? Do you kind of like identify mm. certain, uh, you know, imperfections of sorts or what, what's happening? I think it's also because, you know, when I started taking all the sports, my mm. body, I mean, I was aching for sure. Mm. My muscle yep. was yep. sore. And uh, and then I asked one of my friends like, hey, do you have any recommendation of like, you know, they have like massage guns, they have mm. masseuse and everything. Um, but I felt like, you know, a, going to a sports therapies is actually better because firstly, right. they themselves, they do sports. So right. they kind of know like the pinpoints where you're aching. And I also feel that, you know, given that they, they kind of know like, you know, what athletes kind of need, yep. it's mm-hmm. easier to cater to what I'm looking for as well. Right. So I don't have to, to tell them like why I'm doing certain things, but then mm. they kind of know and then they can kind of help me to kind of ease the soreness as well. So so that was more of that. Yeah. Uh, mm. And maybe a bit of what Fat was saying is a bit like maintenance, right? Mm. I don't want to get injured because the point is to yep. be able to do this for a long term. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm making sure that I don't get injured. And, and one of the ways is also having proper recovery. Actually, right. Mm. So before you start, because you said you started all this re- relatively recently. Mm. 
Were you this active before you started, like with other sports? Yeah, so I was pretty active in mm, general. Okay. Like I was kind of running, I was doing rock climbing and all, but nothing so focused and structured in that right, sense. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so now it's just a little bit more, I would say. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, you know, like, yeah. like you were saying, right? So many people during COVID also picked up something. Yeah. Picked up some kind of sport and... I mean, for you, you have that background. But if you don't have that background, it's True. even easier for you to get injured. Exactly. It's even more easy for you to maybe not know exactly what you're doing. You just see everybody on Instagram running, so you just run. <laughs> yes. But then you don't run properly. And then you end up needing um, mm. the services. Like, so I think, I think that's, a, that's a fantastic point. Like for a normie like myself, mm. right? You wouldn't think about going to uh, a physio cl- uh, clinic yep. just because you do maybe weekend sports. Yeah. You know, uh, for for yourself, did you have any apprehension uh, prior to actually attending physio? Did, did you actually think that you need uh, physio? Because like, before that, you were already very active in your lifestyle. Mm. And then like, uh, a year ago, then you you started mm. with with uh, rehab. Is, is this something that... Um, you know, after discussions with friends or is it something that you, you discovered online? Mm. So I was pretty lucky. So I have this community of friends mm. and, and within themselves, they have been doing this for actually a pretty long time. Mm. So, oh. so, so like, you know, when I was saying that, oh, like muscles were aching and I, you know, like after I run, I couldn't really cycle. And then they were saying that potentially you just need to go for a physio or go mm-hmm. for a massage actually to ease out the muscle. So so it was really true, their recommendation. And then uh, they recommended rehab lab. And then I was like, if it's true word of mouth, it's potentially good, right? So mm-hmm. so it's more like someone has tried it before rather than just somewhere off the internet. So mm-hmm. I decide to just then try it out. All right, we're, we're going to be taking a short break. And of course, uh, for those of you who are tuning in and yep. you'd like to have a short consultation, it's only a 30-minute consultation. Eh? Yes. Specially catered for Plan B listeners. Yes, and, and it's at a special, special price. price. Exactly. So that special price is $60. So all you have to do to enjoy this is go on IG, follow them on the, at the Rehab Lab SG, and then DM them the special promo code Move Free M-O-V-F-R-E-E. And then on top of all of this, you will also get 30% off your sports massage. We interrupt this program to bring you... Welcome back to PlanB.SG. We're talking about this uh, police drone. Yeah. Mm. There was a police drone, I guess. So like, you know, like every time we talk about this kind of thing, and we've talked about it before, right? Like not drone specifically. Mm-hmm. But I think that time was like a automated police car or something, right? Mm-hmm. Remember Auto- that? Really? Yeah, Wait, yeah. Automated police car? No, no. It, I think it was like a sensor mounted on a police car and then like mm-hmm. they could do sweeps or scans oh. or something similar, right? No, police car, no police car. There was right? like some robot thing. No right? lah, it's a robot lah. Yeah. No, I remember the car one also. That, okay, there were there were two, there was there a two. car. Yes, the car something one. I don't about remember. The parking, something I remember about the parking. robot. I've seen the robot. You seen? Yeah. Where? Uh, I can't remember. I was. I think at a meeting somewhere in Middle Road, and then uh, I saw the robot. And I the was robot tells you to smoke to stop smoking, right? Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah it's stupid robot. Unsavory behavior. Unsavory behavior, such mm. as smoking. Eh? Mm. Well, thankfully, I don't smoke, but <laughs> every every time, you know, every time these things come up, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like I'm sure somebody out there is going to be like, oh, police state, police state, police state. Like, those things will just keep coming up. It's okay, I see. La. This but is like, part and parcel of Singapore life. Uh. What you want? No lah, plus, I mean, like policing in the 21st century, of course, mm. they're going to use robots lah. Yeah. You but complain, cool. complain, complain until you become the victim of a crime. Then you'll be like, wow, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so it's like in this situation, mm. so this is from Mothership, Singapore police used drone to track and arrest suspect yeah. who fled into forested area near Jalan Bahar. Oh. In March 2021, a suspect fled from a police check along Jalan, ba- Jalan Bahar, according mm-hmm. to the SPF. He ran mm. towards a forested area. 
to help with the search operation, SPF deployed a drone to help detect possible escape routes. Wow. After two and a half hours into the search, the police spotted the suspect within a construction site with the aid of the drone, which had overhead surveillance of the area. Mm. Mm. The suspect was subsequently arrested. Mm. They also used the drone to help search for a lost hiker in Clementi Forest in March 2021. Lost what? Gra- uh, lost hiker. Clementi hikers. Yes. Okay. So ground response force uh, officers managed to locate the hiker deep within the forest. Mm. But the dense vegetation made it difficult for the officers to identify an exit route. Fortunately, mm. the drone flying overhead helped to guide the police officers and the hiker out of the forest. Mm. So beyond all of this, they've also been used to uh, do crowd management and public safety operations such as like for National Day Parade, New Year Countdown, and uh, of course taking photos as well. Like, actually, drones, are they've really become like a part of life. Eh? Mm. I tried yeah. to fly one. No? Have you tried? You I have tried, one. I tried, I tried. I, I used to have two or three. Two or three? Yeah, because whenever... What utility? This part, uh, I'm a bit like Zah sometimes. When oh. I want to try something, I'll buy a few. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, just to try it out. Yeah. Then what happened after that? Uh, somewhere in my office, I think. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. True, I, I understand. I bought like three drones. Uh. What? You also? Uh, yeah, I, buy yeah, I bought like one small one and then one medium-sized one mm. and then one big one. I bought one with the camera. Yeah. And then I flew it for a while. Mm. And then after that, I crashed it. Yeah. Oh. I tried one with a toy. Uh-huh. I flew it for a while. I landed it quite well. Uh-huh. The next day, I found it in the tank. In the tank? <laughs> my, my son put it in the tank. Oh, Why? Yeah. Um, I don't know. He he, th- he thought it would be like cool if the turtles get a hold of the drone. Uh. And I was like, I wanted to scold my kid. Well, and so I was like, spoiled lah. Spoiled. Of course, oh, sh- underwater. Underwater. So oh, I was like thinking, what it the became fuck, a submarine. Man? Yeah. <laughs> no, because you know, sometimes you see these videos and uh. like people, like they're flying it over water or a lake or whatever and uh-huh. then it runs out of battery and it crashes. Are you? I always thought that like it would be waterproof somehow. Yeah, so you that, just have to retrieve it and then, you know, yeah. you can fly it again. I never mm, thought that it would mm. be, you know, damaged by water. Mm. These things are really hard to fly. Mm. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, damn hard. It's really hard. Very difficult because like what do you mean? Because it's not just uh, like you know, if you play play with a RC remote, the the cars, right? The right, RC right, right. cars. Yeah, yeah. It's just front and then maybe back. Yes. But this and one steering you are, la. Uh, and steering, yeah, correct. Left, right, lah. Yep. This one is up, down, left, right, and I mean it's a it's a three D axis, right? Ah, yes. Yeah. So, so many elements. Yeah. Uh, you also got to look at like. Uh, the space that you're flying mm. I can imagine like the police drone what sort of winds are they trying to you know oh, uh, compensate yeah. and all yeah. that and I saw the footage of the police drone I thought it was quite impressive it's quite big eh? yeah it is mm. it is it is. Hey, but okay so I heard before that there is some regulation surrounding it right? like yes, you can't yes. fly it in certain areas or you yeah. can't fly it above a certain height yes. not well, the police drone la. police drone you are able to fly as yeah, anywhere I mean la. they probably have their own set of regulations <laughs> But like for, for yeah. commercial, not commercial, like civilian uh-huh. drones. Uh-huh. Yeah, what, what, civilian what the, drones, they have this uh, internal, internally, there's this device that they, or software that they put in yes. uh, certain areas. Uh, no it will fly auto- zones. Yeah, it will automatically. Not fly. Yes. Oh, sweet. Seriously. Yes, wait, yeah. wait. So if you have a drone in Singapore, mm-hmm. they pre-install a software. For some of them, yes. Oh, for some of the more advanced ones, I guess. Oh, that's quite cool. Yeah. So in certain places, you just can't fly that thing. I mean, okay. So this is giving me very China vibes. Uh-huh. But it's cool. It's Why China vibes? Huh? I mean, I China does this what? Oh, like, like con- I mean, control, is yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, so I think recently there was like a semi-outrage also because I think in China, like they're hosting the Winter Olympics, right? 
So apparently, uh, for the Winter Olympics, you have to use a, an app. Like if you're a visitor, oh, yeah, you're yeah, an athlete, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to download the I app. I read about that somewhere. Yeah, and then like some people, I think, like reverse engineer it and then they found that like the app... There's a lot of data collection going there's on. There's data right? collection and they're tracking like uh, banned terms as well. So you oh, can't... You what is outrage? Every data is fucking data collection. No, no, no. no. I'm, not talk, I'm not just talking about that. Like there's also... Uh, like they ban certain words. Oh. So you can't search for certain words. Uh-huh. Uh, you really? can't type certain words. Yeah, yeah. And it's flagged up. Lah because mm. I mean, it's China. Like there are certain restrictions like Tiananmen and all this kind of thing. Uh. Like these are restricted. Oh, terms. serious? Huh? Yeah, I but mean, then again, what were you expecting? Man? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's China. Lah. So yeah. if, you, if you go to China, you I mean, you know what they're like. Let them. Lah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not like you have the power to change it yeah, anyway. You, can, you don't you have can, the power yeah. to change anything. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, whatever rocks their boat, lah. Yeah, but like to me, it's, just, it's smart. That's why I'm I'm not saying it as like mm. oh, it's like China. I'm saying like it's it's quite smart actually, like to pre-install these software. Mm. Actually, for a period of time, there were quite a lot of people from my experience. I mean, having dealt with uh, inquiries, there were quite a few individuals who were charged. Oh. For flying in no-fly zones. And then, I think uh-huh. that was just at the point in time when they were starting all of this. Yeah. And oh. regulating it more uh, more strictly. Because, I mean, it can become a security concern as well. Of course. Especially mm-hmm. if you fly in, like, you know, places where we have military installations and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But now it's like dying out. Nah. Nobody nah, does. No, nobody's. I mean, it's Singapore. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like as if you have a waterfall that you want to fly over. No, bro. I mean, off. there's competitive drone sports, uh, whatever thing. Huh? Racing is drone racing. Racing, yeah, that's it's, the word. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, thing. It's, it's a thing. thing. It's a thing. Hey, yeah, those drones go really fast. And when you fly them, you wear some sort of like an Oculus device. Oh yeah, yeah. Over it's your cool. eyes. Yeah. Also, oh, you can program. see it. Yeah, you. you it's see as from... if you're flying, lah. Oh, POV shit. of the drone. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it's damn cool. Wait, no, but how do they have like the end? The what's it called? The the end goal then. What it's in mean? the air or what? It's in the air. It's in the air. It's in yeah. the air. Huh? It's in the air. So yeah. so like it's another drone holding up like that. That no, angle. it's like no, no. um. They I have mean, like it's held by poles and all that kind ah, of shit. They la. have like a like oh. a track, like a circuit here to mm. clear. Then sometimes got obstacles like hoops and shit like that that you need to fly through. Shit, it's that's, easy. I mean that reminds me of Quidditch, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's quite cool, man. Yeah, we're really living in the future. We no, but not like die out a bit, uh, yeah, la, yeah. Maybe they're expensive. Huh? Um, and pretty useless. Huh? After a while, it gets boring. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I mean, when there are so many restric- restrictions on what you can do or what can't do with it. Mm. But like, I mean, yeah, what, what practical purpose could a drone ever serve for you? Maybe Correct. if, you know, remember that time Malaysia wanted to f- do the flying car? Fly. <laughs> Fuck like the what? flying just car. Get like, just get like 10 drones to lift you up, is it? No, no, they, they, they designed the flying car. It looked like huh? a drone. It was like four... Uh, but it's too impractical, lah, right? It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have it no didn't even doubt. work. I have no. Yeah, you see, really, I have no it didn't doubt. Work, uh. Didn't work, lah. It oh. was just a model. Oh, yeah, serious? I have no yeah. doubt about that. I think it was the laughing stock of all the Malaysian netizens. Really? They were laughing at it. Mm. Yeah, I think there's something about flying. But you never know if you are good at flying drones. Maybe you can. Fly I don't know. I don't think I will be. It's it's just not practical, lah. Honestly, <laughs> like I mean, right now even like regular flying, commercial flying itself, we mm-hmm. haven't perfected that tech also, what? Mm-hmm. Like much less, you know, mini sizing it into a into a car for private transport. Yeah. I don't think we're there anytime soon. You know, it'd be nice. What? what if we could have the car from Back to the Future? You know, the DeLorean. Yes, that is back back. That is way too back to the past for me, lah. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's why I looked at Zah as I was saying that because yes. I know only I know. he would get there. I love watching the movies. Uh-huh. 
Uh, but that shit ain't never gonna happen. No, I mean, I mean, uh, I think it's a fantastic movie of uh-huh. our generation. It yeah. defined our generation, mm-hmm. and I will watch it over and over again, man. Yeah, but if you recall, I think uh, in that show, right? Mm-hmm. It refers to like two zero two something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Which is around yeah. now, lah. Yeah, because yeah. that show was in the nineteen eighties, right? Oh, okay, well, there okay. are some similarities of what's happening today and also that show we... when they were showing the distant future. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this dystopian uh, city where it was yep, ruled yep. by this crazy mafia, mm-hmm. uh, you know, figurehead. Yep, yep. And I kind of like liken it to what's happening right now in America. Oh, yeah, yeah. And honestly, America si- is a stark yeah. similarities. Mm, I yep. think they really encapsulated the future really well back then. Yeah, but it's always interesting to see like how. Because I mean, if you study lit or you study fiction or anything, uh-huh. right, like it's it's always interesting like what what are the people of that time preoccupied with? Mm. If we had a, a sci-fi movie of today that's produced today, uh-huh. I mean, the kind of things that we foresee for the future would be very different. Mm. Now, the focus is a lot on, the, on space, if you notice, right? There's a yeah. lot of yeah. space movies. Yeah. Um, there's like, and like, the tension is coming from humans surviving in space, having to find somewhere else to go. Live, because yeah. Earth is just fucked beyond beyond uh, mm-hmm. redemption mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like that's beyond. a very real fact I mean very real fear that many people face actually mm. well uh, fear or not it doesn't matter mm-hmm. uh, as long as you get yourselves treated with uh, the good people from the rehab lab SG and uh, <laughs> they are our sponsors for today yes don't forget to visit their site via Instagram yes mm. and that site is the rehab Hab Lab SG so just follow them on IG and then uh, DM them the move the, the special promo code move free that's M O V E F R E E to enjoy a special uh, rate for your movement analysis consultation that's $60 for half an hour as well as 30% off your sports massage we interrupt this program to bring you 